back to a Talk Talk with Vicky Baez and JC. Enjoy the show! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to HR Talk. A little bit over modulation. Let's start that over. We are not off to a good start today. <laughs> I love Monday recordings. I hate it. Stand by. <sighs> okay. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another amazing, fantastic episode of HR Talk. I'm JC in the Northeastern United States, buried by 20,000 feet of snow. Snow That's right. And all the way down in sunny central Florida, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who drinks pink lemonade like it's water, but you don't know there's vodka in it, Ricky Bias. <laughs> You're not lying, and brother, I dig the music. I yeah, yeah. like it. Yeah, man, I feel like I'm in a rave back in 1998. Yeah, yeah. What was the name of that club in uh, downtown Orlando? Uh, back in the day, that has some really good ravish music. Firestone. Firestone. Firestone that was Orlando. it. Firestone. Yes, this is um, that Firestone and- vibe, right? Oh, Ricky's yes, out sir. there with the glow sticks. Glow stick <laughs> Ricky. Look, talking about. Was, Go well, ahead. I was going to say, that's a great pickup line, right? If you're in a club. And you're in the service and you're used to these glow sticks. You just go to a club, find a girl who's like looking for some glow sticks. And you're like, you know what? I got a whole bunch of those back on base. Want to come with me and check those out? Then you're going to trouble. See? 25 or 30 years ago. <laughs> wow. I interrupted your mojo. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I don't even remember what I was saying. Welcome back to the show. It's good to see you. <laughs> you're you're back from a fantastical cross the world journey. Like, you got in your, your Flintstone car, used your little flippers, and moved your little body all the way across Florida to another place. You were putting pictures up all over. You had a chance to see the face of the franchise, the guy on the cover art. Talk to me. I did. Actually, he's, um uh, believe it or not, regardless of what everybody thinks, he's still alive. He's a real person. Um, and he's still living. He's still doing his thing. Yeah, man, every year, uh, the face of the franchise, his family, my family, and the Captain Dave, uh, we take our annual after Christmas, after holidays, beginning of year vacation. It's a just long weekend. Yeah. We used to do it at Disney, and uh, we decided let's do it differently now. And now we decided to just get an Airbnb in the nation's oldest city, St. Augustine, Florida. Now, you know that beyond a a shadow of a fact that it is the oldest city. Like, this is not up for debate. It's not Jamestown or somewhere like that. (laughs) No, I mean, I got to go with what they're saying. I, I, I wasn't there. I'm sure there's enough documentation to prove that to be a fact. Yes, yes. It is for, the nation's oldest that, documented city. People that don't know, where is St. Augustine compared to anywhere in the United States? <laughs> well, St. Augustine, Florida is about, uh, I want to say about 50 miles north of Daytona Beach on the same line. Um, so it's between Daytona and Jacksonville, Florida. Um, about two hours from my house, and um, yeah, I, I guess when everybody started coming over here, all the uh, um, all the great explorers, and they started setting foot 
in this great nation. Uh, they started setting there um, uh, amongst the first places to arrive. Uh, but it was the first established city back in the 1500s. Really cool story. America's oldest city, St. Augustine, founded September of 1565 by Don Pedro mm. Mendez. That's my uncle. De Aviles of Spain. It's oh, the longest continually inhabited European-founded city in the United States. More commonly called the nation's oldest city. Now, I mentioned Jamestown, Ricky. <laughs> Jamestown, Virginia, was established 1607, and Ooh. guess what other city was established in 1607? Buffalo, New York. Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. A little fast, little fast facts for you. Yeah. No, Albany, New Look York. That. that came to be in 1614. Plymouth, Massachusetts, 1620. Hmm. Okay. New Jersey City, New Jersey. You know Jersey. Who doesn't know, know Jersey. Jersey? That's right. Jersey, 1617. Look at that. New Jersey has been around since 1617? No, no, no. Jersey City, New Jersey. 1617. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Jersey City. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whole lot going on there, Baez. Yeah. All right. So, so you went to St. Augustine. Uh, did you have a good HR retreat? <laughs> I don't know if that's what you want to call it. Uh, I mean, come on. The face was there, right? Every time the face is around, nothing is HR-ish. I mean, I guess it's a retreat from HR. Yeah, I get it. His family was there. My family was there. All we did was just explore that beautiful city, take advantage of the, uh, of the culture there. We saw a couple of museums and a couple of historical sites. And then went back to our Airbnb, which was beautiful, by the way. Yeah. And uh, lit, lit up the fireplace, started uh, uh, cooking up some steaks, and just hung out in the backyard. What, what about the really what about time. the COVID fears, though? Like the COVID fear of Airbnb COVID. <laughs> so we talked about that. We talked about that because um, anybody else who anybody who listens to this show who lives all over the U.S. all over the world, everybody has different experiences when it comes to COVID. Some reason, Florida man is like. It, it, it doesn't exist. Everybody is out and about. Masks are optional in some places. Yeah. And you just, you you are literally responsible for your own safety. And I kind of like that because I'd rather me be the one calling those shots. And, you know, if I run into some people who are not wearing a mask, I should stay away from them. It's no biggie, but it was insanely packed for a country that's locked down because of a pandemic. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's a... It's still thriving. People are making money. Businesses are open, and it's like nothing's happening. It's just so people are being you, more fashionista. When you mask. hit the road, you took pictures. You put it out to the internet. You had the recording gear. You've got some clips. Let, let's go right to the clips. Let's go to the clips. Oh, what do you got? Yes. Let's go to the clips that do not exist. What? And why, JC. <laughs> they don't, man. <laughs> I, it, it's Look, here's the thing. The last thing you I want to do. You had good intentions to record. But the reality of life took hold, right? It did. It did. You know, very. It's it's a rare time where I get to see the face of the franchise, and I don't. The in the in the small amount of time that I do get to see him, I don't want to bog everything down with busting out the recording gear, right? Now I brought it with me just in case. And uh, yes, we were having a good time. We were having dinner, just reminiscing, just remembering back in the old days and how life is right now. 
why would I ever want to interrupt that flow of conversation, no, that flow of an environment with a recording game? Have a yeah. couple cocktails, grill your steaks, kick yeah, back, man. enjoy time. That makes sense. That makes sense. It was great. Yeah, It was great. But let me tell you, man, if you've never been to a museum, you need to. But you know what? what an amazing experience is really all about? Is when you go to a museum with the face of the franchise. Okay, okay. So you're just talking any museum. If you've never been to any museum in the world, go to one. But if you've go to one. been to one or never been to one, go with the face. Why? What? What? What's? First of all, if you get to know the face, do not go to a museum with him, being your first time, and then go to a museum. Why? Then that? your whole experience is ruined because really? he takes it to that next level, bro. What are you he talking really about? Does. What are you talking? Well, about? you. You know he has this weird, off-the-beaten-path visions and thoughts about life. They're not weird. And I, I think his thoughts about life are pretty well-grounded, actually. Yeah, it's uh, it takes a little while times. for me. Prophetic yes, yes. That's what I'm looking for, right? So anyway, we are we He's are one of the best the guys I know. Museum. Oh, me too. I okay. mean, come on. All right. But... When we're the Leitner Museum in St. Augustine, Florida, yeah. which used to be a hotel back in the uh, 1700s, right. it's this humongous place that has a lot of uh, just a lot of different artifacts from the 19th century okay. and uh, all these different things. And yes. just following him around, listening to his take on all these things, it's 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 just amazing. Oh, I'll give you a great so, example. So he told you the true history behind the artifacts? No. He told me what he would do with that artifact if he lived in that time frame. It was freaking hilarious. Yeah, give us an example. Really give us an example. What do you so, mean? So so there was this big Russian urn that uh, this Russian urn can be dated back to the 1700s. All right. right. And the thing is humongous. I guess back then, what how, how you depicted your status in life is how big your urn is to kind of carry your legacy after your your life right and you got some urns that are i mean that that are as big as a man i mean they're freaking huge right anyway people are looking at it and we're in line just looking at this one russian urn and people are saying oh my god that's beautiful next person oh my god look at all that gold next person oh my god can you believe that's how they you picked the statuses back then and here comes the face how much vodka can you put in that thing what's that about 20 gallons no i can't be right how much barbecue sauce can that hold? Nah, I don't think they thought about that back then. You really think they used that to bathe babies? I mean, shit like that, bro. It's just hilarious. And I don't do it justice. I really don't. Just being with him, listening with his draw, how he how he just comes up with these things, and just and don't he doesn't wait for any kind of a response. He just goes on to the next one. Yeah. So I'm following him, right? Because everybody's you know it's all together, and he's going to all these different places. It really felt like a celebrity was in the house, and he was being followed by both his family and this weird guy with a camera. It was really fun. It's pretty cool. It was a good time. That's good yeah, stuff. it is. It is. Hey, Captain you... Dave was there as well. No, sorry, I'm sorry. How guys. is he doing? He's good. He's good. He was there as well. Um, he didn't go into the museum. He was hungry, so he went to get something to eat. So we're like, all right, Captain Dave, I'll catch you later. I mean, you know, we're here to watch... Uh, to uh to to look at, at all these historical artifacts that he just wanted you know a uh, chick-fil-a uh, fish and chip sandwich yeah no right. fish and chips fish and right. chips gotcha. <laughs> yeah. 
So we caught up with him later. So, um, yeah, and, we, and we're just walking around that city, um, going into shops, buying all these different things, patronizing the uh, small mom and pops, which I like to do, and uh, throw some green their way. Isn't so, that like one of those time. double entendre words, right? Which one? Like, don't, patro- don't, don't patronize me. I'm oh, got to patronize <laughs> that store, you know? It is. It, it's got double meaning, but uh, what, for what are those small businesses, trust me, they want to be patronized. Yes, they really do. If you have a need to, to patronize me or anybody else, please don't do that. But if you have the opportunity to patronize a small business, especially with cash, do so. Ricky Baez, the deepest thinker around. Hey, uh, there's there's a lot going on in the uh, in the internet space since you've been gone, even going back like about a week or so. Uh, there was really? a list of some of the best HR podcasts out there. We did not make that cut yet again. Uh, there was a biggest HR influencer list. Uh, you were definitely left off that as well. Aww, How do you sad. feel about both those instances, please? I really don't care. <laughs> so what? Fine. All right. So they send me a bill. I didn't pay it. I'm not on the list. Ooh. Is that what it is? Seriously? Oh, come on, dude. You don't, really think? Don't patronize no. me. <laughs> you see, there you go. You used it. There you go. I'm, I'm patronizing you now. Yeah, so what? So wait, you're patronizing me because you didn't patronize the organization? That organization is not a small business, so I don't really care to patronize it. So you're 100% correct in how you worded that. Yes, sir. So they, exactly so what you're telling me is, is yet another list that's pay for play? I think 99% of the lists that are out there that we've never heard of <laughs> are pay for play. Don't you think so? I do, I mean, actually. come on. I yeah, do, seriously. There you go. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. So why it's 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 a it's a title? Who cares? I don't care. Hey, Do you? No, not at all. Hey, so um, I know you want to get into something specific today. I want to hit you in the mouth with something that I, I really wasn't ready to talk about, but I'm going to do it because it kind of makes okay. sense. Go. So there's this gentleman up the road works at one of the local mm-hmm. convenience stores. I was working real close with this guy. Um, just have to get to know him by patronizing the store numerous times, <laughs> right? And, and got to know the guy. A very good guy. Very smart guy. One of the best guys. Very nice guy. And he's got a great work ethic and very good demeanor, right? And he's looking okay. for a better job. He's looking for a great opportunity. And he says to me the one day, he's like, JC, you've got this podcast. You talk to a lot of people. I would love an opportunity to just even interview for a new job, something that I could move on in life with. That's all. He's not okay. looking for like sky's the limit. He's looking for something. So I put him, I put him in touch with a few people, like some staffing firms that I know. Okay. Well, I guess this is where the working relationship starts to fall apart. And I fell on my sword a little bit because uh, at the end of the day, they never called him back. They never called me back. There was no follow through on anything. It was a little sad. I felt really bad. And uh, every time I see him, he's like, hey, did you ever hear from them? I'm like, no, I haven't. Have you? He's like, no. 
So after after about a month of this, he goes, hey, I finally heard back. I'm like, oh, great. What'd they tell you? And I'm not going to say his name or their names. And uh, he says, uh, yeah, they, they hit me back. Uh, they said, thank you so much uh, for your interest. We don't see your resume on file with that application. If you could go back to the website and reapply. Greatly appreciate it. So he did that and followed up again. And this happened like two or three cycles. So then I, I saw him again just today. And he said he he wasn't begging him. That he was in a very good mood. Very happy guy. Very hard work. He's one of these guys that works like 12 to 16 hours a day. Very, very hard working gentleman. Okay. Okay. And uh, he goes, I just, I just want an opportunity. It doesn't matter if it's here or somewhere else. I just mm-hmm. want to talk with someone to see if I could be a good fit within their organization. I can't even get an interview. It's kind of crazy here in 2021 so far when a skilled, qualified candidate can't even get a job interview. But the market's flipped like that now. Is that right, Rick? It is. And and I hate to hear stories like that. And this is, you know what, JC? This is our fault. Us. Us. Human beings. Because... We, we, we want the latest and greatest cutting edge technology. And we have companies out there that are willing to provide that cutting edge technology. And when they provide that technology, it, it's so advanced that it actually works against you. What do you mean? So think about what you just, what so do you think mean? about what you just said. Um, you referred the guy and instead of these folks calling him and saying, Hey, come on, let's talk. Right. Before they even want to talk to him, right. I don't see your resume on file. I don't see this application, blah, 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 blah. Let's wait until we get everything on file. Applicant tracking system and input your data <laughs> right? one more time. Maybe it didn't parse it the right way. There were too many tabs. Right? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Just, just just invite the guy out to some wing shop in but Well, I guess you can't do that these days, huh? No. Right? <laughs> Not in New York, right? No. At least give him a Zoom meeting. Well, actually, I mean, we, I are, we are open back up. You can. Uh, tables of 10. No later than 10 at night. And um, you have to eat, order food. But you have to wear a mask when you eat. There, there's a whole thing. It's fine. Well, there you go. Two people having a conversation in a local shop at 8 in the morning. Boom. There we go. At yeah. least do that. Talk to the guy. Give him a conversation. Or just converse. Get to know what he is all about. Instead of just putting them back and treating them like, what? Let me see. What? Another generic applicant. It just sucks, man. So, so where's that it, dividing line between the generic applicant and the applicant tracking system and reapply and do all these fantastical things and actually taking that human approach, actually taking that opportunity? What, what, I, what I mean by the dividing line there is if you take that human approach to everything, you're, you're going to be having lunch. You're going to be having breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You're going to be having brunch. You're going to be having dinner. You're going to be constantly in the restaurant, Rick. You're not even going to be in your office. Well, well, well that's why it depends. So, so, so this is where it's a little bit on you, bro, right? Because it depends how you hyped him up to your contact. Oh, my gosh. He was because, the Michael Jordan of customer service. Okay. Michael Jordan's in the Bulls or Michael Jordan's in the Wizards? Bulls. Or Michael Jordan's in the White Sox? Bulls. Like early <laughs> okay. Bulls. Like, like rookie year. Not Michael Jordan in, in North Carolina, no. right? Where he was horrible. Got no. it. Okay. No. Back back in, see, so that's what I'm talking about. You have to be able to to pace them up. You gotta be able to bump them up in a way that that contact you have is gonna say, Yes, let me call that guy and have a conversation. Yes. All right. You got a question. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I do. It's more a comment. We, okay. You and I know who Michael Jordan is. 
Yes. A good portion of our listeners will know who Michael Jordan is. Uh, I don't know about that. A but certain okay. cross section, which is probably more than half of the listeners, might think he makes a cologne or shoes. Like, <laughs> we got to start using just some, that. <laughs> yeah, we got to use some more modern references or something, you know? But anyway, okay. go ahead. No, you make sense it. there. So, yeah. So, so here's the thing, right? Your contact. Has so okay, to make a decision. So pumping it up, um, already pumped it up, mm-hmm. did that whole thing. The contact over at the organization there, yes, they have to make a choice. End of the day, they, they they made a choice that for this guy exploring options, yeah, it really wasn't working out. They made a they made a business relationship choice that went that, weird, right? That, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, what are you what saying? I'm saying use, your, is, use your words. I, that, that's what I'm trying to do. What am I five? <laughs> use the words, Ricky. Use the words. Um, <laughs> No, look, so depending how you hype them up to your contact, your yeah. contact has to make a decision on whether they are going to spend time on having a conversation with this person. Right. Otherwise, it's just another number. So you got to play that part too, right? And say, look, I know this guy's skill sets. I know what he can do for ABC organization. I really think you should connect with him and see what you can do exactly. because he might be able to help you fill a requisition insanely fast. That's the whiff him for your contact. That's a Wesson if for them. Yeah, but now if you've done that and you're not even hearing back, well, mm-hmm. maybe you're not the contact that they thought you were or you thought they were, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something different there that you were unaware of in the process. Well, this is now on the contact. They should be able to call you and say, look, I had a conversation with the person. They're not who we were looking for. But you know what, JC? Thank you very much for sending them our way. That builds relationships. And that keeps that relationship there. But to completely ignore and don't do shit with it, then what are you going to send them again? Right? Nothing. Next person, you exactly. Nothing. Exactly. It's it's literally so, over now. That's it. Yeah. I'm done. I'm I'm starting to notice a lot of uh, referral processes, a lot of business relationships that yeah. don't understand the concept of, of a two way street. I don't know where they live, where everything is one way for them. But there has to be a two-way street. There has to be some kind of reciprocal agreement. Um, I know I've got some business contacts. As, as a matter of fact, Wendy, the HR lady, sellers, right? Great so lady. She and I have yeah, love her to Very death. Very good lady. We have completely like opposite thought processes Wait, you on don't? many things. Seriously? No, we do. Yeah, yeah. She I had no idea. One specific way. Oh, come on. You yes, guys you hate each other? We don't hate each other, but we see the world a little differently. Why does she other. hate you? She does not hate me. This is how rumors start, JC. Oh, my Wendy, gosh. do not listen to JC. Next time you see him, just punch him in the face. There you go. That's how we build relationships. No, dude, seriously. So we got different points of view on a lot of topics. But whenever I have, just recently, I sent her a referral of a job I couldn't do because it was going to be like, it's, it's, I'm talking to the person today and they wanted to start next week. And I just, I didn't have enough bandwidth. The first person I thought of, I'm like, you know what? Wendy can do this. So I call Wendy. I'm like, hey, Wendy, hope everything's well. I've got a job on my plate that I just cannot do. And I trust you enough to handle this person in the same way that I would to trust you with my name brand. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to introduce you to this person. Trusting names with name brands. There you go. I'm going to introduce you to this person. And you take it from there. You don't want to know why? Because I trust you with my name. Thank you very much. He trusts you with his name. 
Shutdown number five. So she took the job and she's doing it right now. Everything's Seriously? going great. She was very appreciative. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. That's a give and take. You have two people that absolutely hate each other and you're still helping each other conduct business. Why? It's a beautiful Why thing. Are you st- we so do at not the end of the day, what? <laughs> I'm going off of what you said. That? I like her a lot. I did not you just said I'm that so happy we're just, recording. I am so happy I we're think recording. You just said that she hates you or you hate her. No. I can't no, remember. We don't hate each other. Oh, you don't. But, well, no shit. <laughs> no, we just got different views, dude. Um, right. Yeah, but that's how relationships are supposed to work, right? Here you go. And they actually pick up got the it. phone and kinda call like, the person. And like, I'm taking out the recycling. Take out the garbage. I, I don't get there. Okay. <laughs> got it. That's mind bottling. It really is. That really is mind-boggling. Yeah, uh, you're finding your niche with these things. So look, <laughs> when you uh, when you you have this plethora of candidates falling like like water over the waterfalls, right? And now yes. it's raining down. Look, it's it's raining down on you. You have candidates everywhere. Just a candidate. It's a candidate lake, right? I'm <laughs> really uncomfortable right now. Do you have too many candidates? Do you have, yes. is, is it the situation where this thing where it was maybe not even a year ago, where, where the employee had more power and control of their future and where things are going, did the coin completely flip and is the employee now in the, in the other seat again? Oh, yes, sir. There is, we, we are in, it's, as far as unemployment is concerned. It, it is extremely high right now, not because of the job market alone. Obviously, COVID had a lot to do with that. But now, as a recruiter, it makes it, I know I've said before that high unemployment is great for a recruiter, horrible for the economy. Low unemployment is great for the economy, horrible for the recruiter. But I'm going to add to that and say high unemployment is a, gets a little bit of a daunting task for a recruiter because now you have to sift out really true candidates because now there's a lot more bs out there as of a january 8th january 8th 2021 bureau of labor statistics reported that the total non-farm payroll employment declined by 140,000 employees in december and the unemployment rate was unchanged at 6.7 percent 6.7 percent unchanged since when? Well, uh, back in September, uh, I believe uh, things were up to 7.9, if I'm not mistaken. I thought it was higher than that, but okay, I get you. Yeah. All right. I thought it was a little bit higher than that, but it's all right. Just two years before it was at 3.9, 3.7, something like, like a 50-year low. I just figured it was a little bit higher than yeah, that. Yeah, there but was a lot look, going on. Even my recruiter right now. My uh, resource now, for my, that, by the way, was uh, BLS.gov. Go ahead. Got it. So my recruiter right now is having such a hard time um, just sifting through each applicant, each resume, just to make sure that it even it it even meets the minimum criteria to even have a conversation with our recruiter for the specific job that we're hiring. Whereas unemployment is low, you can almost tell, right? It, it, it's from just 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 looking at that resume that is the right person to interview, not for the job. But to interview, they meet the minimum qualifications. So right now, as a recruiter or even as a business partner or a referral, you have to come up with some kind of a process 
to where you are able to eliminate people automatically who just don't meet the minimum criteria. That way you're not wasting, wasting precious time talking to people who you're never ever going to materialize a relationship with, if that makes sense. So that's what people have to do these days, especially your friend um, that from the uh, store. That's what he should do. He should go ahead and just start pounding the pavement, go into these networking events, albeit virtual, and introducing himself, making himself known. I mean, I guess that's what he's doing if he's talking to you about it, right? But he needs to take it a step further and, and attend these networking events that are virtual, virtually easy, literally. Get up, put a shirt on, I don't know, brush your teeth, comb your hair, go on camera, boom. You don't need pants for that. Just don't pan down and don't walk away. You don't need that. It virtually is that easy these days. Yet people still don't do it. I cannot wrap my head around why. I don't know. Customer service industry is is pretty complex out there nowadays. There's a there's a lot going on in the field. There's a lot of jobs out there. High turnover rate, though, at the same time. It's funny you mentioned customer service, JC. I've experienced some things this weekend that makes me question whether the customer is as valuable as the customer was 20 years ago. What do you mean? I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm about to call a company by name. It's perfectly okay. I'm perfectly okay in doing this. Have you ever stayed in an Airbnb? No. Okay. Um, let me tell you, this is my fifth, sixth time staying at an Airbnb when uh, when uh, the face of the franchise, Captain Dave, and I decided to go to St. Augustine. We're like, all right, cool. Let's get an Airbnb. Let's get a huge four-bedroom house. Right. Somebody else was coming. They backed out. But I got a, a, a huge four-bedroom house um, with a huge backyard. Okay. So did you go on the Airbnb? Did your wife go? Yeah, she went. Yeah, my wife went. So your girlfriend didn't go then? My, I don't have a girlfriend. No, that's who backed <laughs> out. I understand. No, I get it. Now. No. <laughs> the HR lady backed out because she hates you. No, my no, wife I'm kidding. Was there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So no, your wife's but, um, girlfriend backed out. She didn't show. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So um, um, when you go to Airbnb on their app, yeah. And you say, this is the house that I want. Yeah. Um, uh, you you click, okay, reserve it for X amount of days. And it says, you need to, to acknowledge the terms and conditions. Sure. So I'm one of those few people who actually read them. Oh, no. All right. I read them. Uh, blah, 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 blah. How many pages? Awesome. I, no, it was, I mean, it's you just scroll on your phone. So I don't right. know how many pages it I was. It. it was a fairly large document, right? But it all seemed pretty normal. Sure. And, okay, no problem. I hit, okay, I acknowledge no problem. We're there. Regular stuff, you know, about destroying the place. I get it. My responsibility. I get it. But when I hit OK, I get an email from the owner of the home. And she says, hey, we can't wait to have you in the home. When you get there, please make sure you read the manual. I'm like, ooh, manual. So I told Captain Dave and the face of the franchise because the face was getting there first. But Captain Dave actually got there first. I'm like, hey, dude. Let me know what this manual is all about. So I, I sent him the code or whatever yeah. to uh, to click in. So we get there. I'm, I'm picturing Captain... I'm picturing this huge book in Aramaic, like kind of <laughs> shelf, you know. So you know what's funny? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, this must be like like something out of Game of Thrones. This humongous book with lights on it, like Pulp Fiction. When you open it, this light comes out. Um, uh, it, it, it it's just weird. Anyway. So Dave sends me a picture of it. He's like, is this it? Hey, God, here it, it goes. Here it goes. 
Ricky. I found the manual. It's next to the macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Not far from it. <laughs> What's it say? Ricky, chapter 27.5. It talks about the grass. St. Augustine oh. grass. <laughs> That's where it came from, actually. I know. You're not too far from it, bro. You're I not know. too far. I know. Uh, Go on. It was. It wasn't that elaborate. Uh, it was like an ugly trapper keeper. Do you remember tra- trapper? Trapper keeper love back in trapper. the day. Everyone loves yeah. trapper keeper. Yeah. It's just it's this ugly trapper keeper. And Dave sends me the picture. I'm like, is this it? I'm like, dude, I guess so. It literally says manual on it. Right. Read it. I'll get there Ooh. in a few hours. Maybe it meant. Maybe it was for Manuel. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they misspelled Manuel. You're right. You're right. Wrong book, anyway, Dave. Wrong book. Yeah, wrong book. Yeah. <laughs> I get there. I just I just said hello to everybody. We had some pizza drank. I didn't I didn't even look at the book. And then Dave was making fun of me. I was talking about, dude, you gotta read that book. I'm like, all right, fine. It wasn't until the following day. I'm like, let me see what this book is all about. I open it. And it is all these crazy instructions about this about the house. Right. So here I go. I'm reading this, this manual. JC, let me tell you about these instructions on there. One of the instructions was when you're when you're about to check out, collect all the towels, strip all the beds, all the linen from the bed, and you put it in the laundry room. If you fail to do this, it's a forty five dollar charge. Ricky, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not done. OK. If you use the dishes you need to clean them in the dishwasher have them clean and if they don't fit you need to wash the dishes by hand if you don't do this it's another 45 dollars. makes sense if you track dirt into the house right that's another 45 dollars. so clean up after yourself if you check out and the thermos the thermostat is not back at 74 degrees that's another 45 dollars if you're staying there on a Tuesday and you ref- and you don't take the trash out for the regular collection, it's another $45. JC, I wouldn't mind that if A, I would have known about that when I first signed up, and B, I didn't get charged $175 for a cleaning fee. So just pay the $175 and walk out the door. <laughs> set the No, but no 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 no. But if JC, you knew in advance, I paid it. If you knew in advance. No, no, JC. Part of the bill of the of the complete out the door price includes one hundred and seventy five. Yes, so I'm oh, like, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, wait a minute. We'll switch your rule, yeah, dude. So not only am I paying one hundred and seventy five dollar cleaning fee, but I'm making that cleaning fee person's job a thousand times easier. Forget the fact that I'm on vacation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just, 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 just because when I go on vacation, I don't want to deal with it. That's the definition of vacation. Right. <laughs> you don't want to deal with any of that shit. Right. I don't know why that bothered the shit out of me, man. Well, it should. It, that's a, it, it, that's it, over three hundred <laughs> something bucks there, right? So I sent her a message, and I'm like, "Hey, I understand all these things need to happen. I get it. Right? Three fifty. My math is slow." If I don't do all that stuff, yeah, I didn't do the calculation in my head. But I'm like, is this really legit? And she's like, yeah, it's it's it's. I'm pretty strict about it. And I'm like, what about the hundred and seventy five dollar cleaning fee? Yeah, 
because now I'm going to have my whole family and everybody pulling on these things together to make sure we don't get charged. Right. right. So she was just like, I'm sorry, those are the terms and conditions you agreed to. And I'm like, excuse me, I did not. I agreed to Airbnb's terms and conditions, which by the way, I read those things were not on there. Yeah. This, you told me after I clicked pay and I gave you my thousand dollars or whatever it was, um, that's when you said, please make sure you read the manual. So I'm not going to do any of this. And if you charge me, that's fine. I'll dispute it because right. you know what? I didn't agree to this to, to, to book this room and I didn't get a chance to review it. And had I had that chance to review it, I definitely would have gone somewhere else. Wow. Right. Wow. So, you know, I'm not by myself. So everybody's like, Ricky, let's do it. So fine. So we stripped everything and we cleaned everything. And I'm I'm like, I can't believe it. You wanted to fight the good anyway, fight though. You were ready. That's not fair, dude. You know what no, I'm saying? No, it's not fair. So if you didn't charge me, I completely get it. Because sure. you know what? You, you know, it's a business. I completely yeah, but, but understand hang, that. Hang on, though. Hang on, though. Isn't this a lot like being hired into a job for one general job description, and then when you start <laughs> the job, you're actually doing something else? We're hiring for an administrative assistant. Little did you know you were doing analytical research with your law degree <laughs> background that you didn't have. Making right? coffee, taking runs you know, making in the pancakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pick yeah. up a dry cleaner, right? <laughs> no, bro, I, I, I just cannot believe it. And then so uh, it's, I, I'm the, getting a uh, kick out of it because the homeowner played the HR switcheroo on an HR guy. Oh yeah, but I wasn't having that shit. But you know, the, <laughs> no, the I people I was I with were like, you know what? Come on, so let's what do you do, do then? What do you do from here? You're gonna call Airbnb? Are you gonna follow up on this? Are you gonna file a lawsuit? Well, no, I'm not. I mean, um, should you have I, to double pay for service, though? Absolutely not. Well, you just and did. Even I did not. I did not because they. So you're going to dispute it anyway. If if because now I didn't strip my linen in my master bedroom, so if they charge me for it, I'm going to dispute it to Airbnb and tell them, look, I didn't agree to this. Show me where I said I agree that this was uh, um, uh, something that was binding between me and the homeowner, which is not. I can fight it. I'm okay with that, right? And again, I don't want to come across like I'm a slob, but I'm on vacation. I wasn't really charged for a cleaning fee, right? No different than, than a hotel room, right? That they they have uh, cleaning people who have a job to do. Yes. I'm not a rich man. And when I go on vacation, I go into the lockdown Biosco compound. <laughs> okay. There's alarms on the door. You're lucky to even get out in the middle <laughs> of the night if you need to take a walk. I'm telling you, it's very, uh -huh. there's guard dogs. It's a whole nine. If you haven't been there in the middle of the night, it's scary. So on so the bias on, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, 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 I got to finish wait, this. Real quick, on real the bias okay, compound, when you lay down at night, there's pictures of demons on the wall staring at you. There's one thing. The second thing, the guard dogs, they literally sit outside your door, and then they track you through the place at the same time. There's so much. It's, it's a very, very hard. Okay, I'm sorry. Over to you. Over to you. <laughs> no, no, I'm listening. And. What I wanted to say is that I know to the audience that may sound that like you're exaggerating, and I want the audience to know I'm not. Unfortunately, you're not. I'm not. Right? I'm really not. <laughs> you're not exaggerating. This is yeah. Reality. No. Go ahead. And then at like yeah. two in the morning, when you're sitting down, you finally had, yeah, you know, maybe a puff of your last <laughs> cigar, right? And the cognac is finally dripped away. What happens? What happens? All the smart devices turn on and ask, "Would you like for us to call nine one one?" We are listening that to you. That was creepy. Have you thought about deja creepy. vu, uh, voodoo, uh, dolls, and stuff? Like weirdness, man. Like all over the board. So the, at the Biosco compound, though, 
when you wake up in the morning for bacon and pancakes, because it happen, a big breakfast happens every day at 7 o'clock That's right. on the dot, That's right. period, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And when you get up, you have to make your bed. You have to make your bed. Mm. Mm. I mean, because the room guest, is a multi-use man. office at the same time. <laughs> and if you're not in the multi-use office, you're in the child's room and your name's Captain Dave and your feet are hanging off the end of the bed and you're uh, way too big for the child bed. Way too big. So you got to yeah, take it. And, and uh, if you're sleeping in the bathtub, that's a different ball of wax. Then then you wind up on the cover art of a podcast. You know, I, I don't know. There. You're not wrong there anyway. Either. But 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 you're staying at somebody's house, man. Right? So were you? And so were you? Though. No, Neil. But it was an agreement. It was a contractual agreement that I I treat everything with respect. There was not a contractual agreement that if I don't do certain things that I normally wouldn't do on vacation, that I would get charged for it. And I did not agree to that. So I can argue but that. But that's part of the reason why you paid the fee up front to Airbnb, not. Not knowing that there was going to be a duplication of that fee within the standard house agreement when you got correct there in the Manuel, correct, <laughs> correct. Now, granted, if I stay like at a resort or a a hotel for about a week or so, yeah, I try to make it as easy as possible for the cleaning people. But I'm not going to go out of my way to do their job for them. Again, I'm on vacation, but I'm not going to be a slob neither and make their job unnecessarily more difficult than what it has to be. But she wasn't being reasonable. Not only that, which you know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, she was actually cool about this. The uh, As soon as we got there, our bathroom door was just sliding. It was completely, literally off the rails. And I don't want to get charged for that because that's what this man. I'm like, what the hell? So no, you hell actually no. repaired. Picture, picture, video. You repaired no. the facility while you were there. No, the face and that. Oof, the face said, uh-uh, man, don't call him. We got this. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's going to break it. He's going to break it. He's going to break it. So he's drunk. He's he you know he's smoking and he's doing his thing. Next thing you know, we go in and he's like, "I got this." So he's pulling the damn door. Like, yeah. I don't know how he no, but he's like almost yanking it out of the wall, like a pocket. And door, I'm like, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. He's, you had to be there to see. Okay. I thought he was yanked the thing out of the out of the freaking wall, and I'm like, bro, let me call the <laughs> let me call the owner. <laughs> let me let her know. Let the professionals handle this. What do you think you're looking at? A professional. I got this. I'm like, oh, dude. He's not wrong. Gonna... <laughs> no. No. Like an hour into it, we, we couldn't do it, right? So I'm like, let, let me email the freaking lady. I emailed her. So they, <laughs> she said, I'm gonna, I can have somebody there in two hours. I'm like, cool. We're going to be out in town. So if we're not here, we're perfectly cool if they come in and fix it. No problem. So the guy gets there before we do. I mean, uh, before we leave. And as soon as he comes in, he's got this deep, deep accent, right? And I'm like, oh, this is going to go well. Because as soon as the face hears the accent, uh, <laughs> he's like, hold on, man. Where are you from? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, where do you think I'm from? And I, I can't do this accent, right? And he's like, I don't know. But not from St. Augustine. I'll tell you that right now. Right? <laughs> so he- <laughs> So we all thought he was from um, England, but my wife asked him. He was from um, uh, Australia, right? So he's in there. He's a handyman. He's fixing everything, and we're telling them everything that's wrong in the house. And I'm trying to find out a little bit about the owner, right? Because we only see her on uh, on Airbnb. And I'm like, hey, are these charges legit? He's like, oh, dude, yes, yeah, just they're really legit. Uh, I I hear a lot of complaints about them. Just uh, just do what you just try to avoid them as much as possible. I'm like, Roger that. I got you. Thanks. Thanks for the insight. 
But uh, yeah, man. It, it, Insight from Manuel. <laughs> if I do an employee handbook or a manual, I'm going to call it the employee Manuel. Yes, wicked, anyway, weird. wicked weird. No, but Airbnb didn't exist 10 years ago. Right. And then I, I would never think for a hotel to talk to their guests or, 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 or request their guests to do these kind of things, right? And again, if I wasn't charged up front, I get it, but I was. And I already paid for this, so I just, I just didn't like that. So anyway, I'm waiting to see if they charge me. If they do, I'll dispute it. But I, I think this is going to be the last time I, I, I get an Airbnb, to be honest, man. Really? I think it is. Yeah. Uh, another thing kind of freaked me out. Uh, the we're outside. Are you serious? Did, did you, you see talk cameras? to the face? No. Uh, okay. You know, that, you know they all have cameras, though, right? So here's the thing, and right? Airbnb's actually got in trouble for cameras in the past, being in some uh, non-common rooms. Hidden cameras, that's right. So um, so anyway, uh, the face, Captain Dave and I are outside having some adult beverages. Uh, the face's son is there, too. He said hi, by the way. And uh, my son comes out with this tablet. He's like, Daddy, Daddy, can I use this iPad? And I'm like, where'd you get that from? And I look at it. Apparently, there's a tablet in the kitchen that has all the cameras in the house and i'm like the hell is this so i'm toggling through and the, and there we are outside in the back there's another one on the other side of the house and there's another one on the front of the house that makes sense so safe it it makes sense but right. then paranoid captain dave and i started thinking huh I wonder what else has cameras. So we started looking everywhere on the outside of the house, following all the different lines into the house. We didn't know where they went. So I'm like, oh, gosh, should we tell the wives about this? Because <laughs> right? we didn't want to freak them out. We didn't know where they went, right? But we didn't want to freak them out. every single we... smoke detector. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Well, probably. let me tell you. Let me tell you. My wife changed somewhere else. And if there was a camera in the smoke detector in the bathroom, they're going to have to wash their eyes out with bleach, man, because all they saw was me. <laughs> That's all they saw. <laughs> no one else showered. That's so gross. <laughs> no, we showered, that right? That is so gross. But... No, that's the first thought that came to mind when you're like, all you're going to see is me. Like, you're the only one washing. That's, what are you... that's all you're going to see. Oh. But no, but it, it, obviously we didn't see any cameras there. I know Airbnb did get in trouble not too long ago. Um, although it wasn't them, right? It's it's uh, it's somebody else's house on their platform. Although yeah. they should have a little bit more stringent uh, security measures, but yeah, or, man, or it's just... stringent cleaning measures, for that matter. Yeah, no. Apparently, their measures to for cleaning it's too stringent. They want us to pretty much be a housekeeper the entire time we're there. So, yeah, it, it, it's just a, it rubbed us the wrong way. And I think next time we're either going to do a cruise uh, or we're just going to stay in Disney property. It so. robbed you the wrong way. That's what you said? It, it robbed. <laughs> it, Are you it robbed me the wrong way. It took that money right out of my pocket with yeah, both you know hands what? Kind smiling. Of, kind of felt that way, too, man. Kind of felt that way. No, but it what else got do you have talking. on the topic? Well, it just got us talking about customer service in general yes. and how customer service right now in the COVID era change radically to what it was two years ago. For example, the airline industry. Lately, you're starting to see in the airline industry that if you even sneeze the wrong way, 
they treat you like a criminal and they kick you out of a plane. And I, I just don't understand where where the the sense of customer service left the customer service industry. See, now, that, that's it. also part of the hard part, too. You go to a doctor's office, uh, you, you go to certain places, up here at least, and people mm-hmm. have been replaced with kiosks. Kiosks that you could actually, you know, you go through, you got to do a push-button test, whether or not you have COVID. Mm-hmm. Then you could ask to uh, get food or, or get an appointment or I'm here to see so-and-so. And then before it commits and agrees that you can go do that, swipe your credit card. And then, well, that's transactions, <laughs> processing. They're getting in touch, and there it is. It's all set. Beautiful fandangle. Five minutes to 25 minutes tops in front that's of a efficient. kiosk. Yeah. That's efficient. Where the okay. actual human would take three and make you feel good about your life. It's okay. <laughs> you know? We have machines well, now. Well, no, but I mean, uh, well, I mean, what's next now, right? Yeah, we do have those machines right Neuralink. now. Neuralink. They- Neuralink is what's next. Don't even Don't get let me started. Elon, it, Don't even no, get me started. He's hiring. He put out a tweet today. If if you could pull up the Elon Musk Twitter for me, please. Yes. They are in the process right now of hiring to work for Neuralink, and he's he's heavily promoting this on the Twitter. Uh, and by heavily, I mean he put up one tweet. But you know, like I do, he could tweet <laughs> one time and crash the stock market. This guy's huge, he right? Could. Yeah, he can. Well, yeah. he kind of <laughs> GameStop, <laughs> you know. Stonks, <laughs> you know, Elon we haven't talked about that. Yeah, we don't need to. Everyone's talking about yeah. it. It's fine. We all know what yeah. happened. It's interesting. And it's still no, going don't. on right now. We need to follow yeah, up is. on that in like a week or two. But yeah, he's yeah, going to be do. hiring over Neuralink in Austin, Texas and out in California. If you want a job with Neuralink, that's going to be the company that Elon Musk is uh, getting started up right now. They're going to be putting chips in the brain. So it's kind of funny. I'm not going to get the vaccine. You're putting chips in me. Not from Bill Gates. Elon's like, yo, I got a chip for your brain. They're like, oh, yeah. Let's do well, it, wait, I see it here. Yeah. I see the tweet. It says, uh, please consider working at Neuralink, exclamation point. Short term, soft brain slash spine injuries. Long term, human slash AI symbiotic. 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 Symbi- no, symbiosis. Symbiosis. Symbiotic. Symbiosis. Symbiosis. There you go. <laughs> ladder will later. <laughs> ladder? You said ladder. Will be species level important. Work at either or a Bay Area or Austin locations. So he's really Dude, pushing this. But So the first yeah. part of that, what's it, before the word you couldn't pronounce, what was the first part of that again? Prosthesis, right? Prosthetics? No. Uh, no, solve brain spine injuries. That's yeah. a short-term goal. Dude. Long-term is human Can AI. You, so brain-spine injury repair through Neuralink. Can you friggin' imagine? Unbelievable. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what comes of this. I'm not ready to sign up to have anything put in me, but I'm looking forward to see the use of technology and where this goes. Mm. I, I don't know, man. I, I I think we can learn a lot from 80s and early 90s science listen, fiction movies Listen about these things. If, and, if, if you can know. put an implant in to help someone hear, why can't you put in an implant to help someone walk? Because the ear. And that's what he's working on. It's the ear. It's something different, man. But, whoa. Wait a minute. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm seeing this for the first time right now. I'm on the Twitter feed 
Dustin Diamond passed away? Yeah. Really? Bring it up. Go ahead. Read it off. Hang on. Current events this week brought to you in part by Ricky's trip to St. Augustine that we're going to keep hearing about for the rest of the show. No. (laughs) He went somewhere and I'm locked down. It's good. You're an asshole. So, Ricky, Um, first story, over to you. Yeah, so uh, breaking. Saved by the bell, Dustin Diamond has died at the age of 44. Weeks after he was diagnosed with cancer, his manager says. He had lung cancer. I did not know that. This is like breaking. This is today. Yeah. Where was I today? Working. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and for those of you who don't know, Dustin Diamond, um, he was in the show back in the 80s or early 90s called uh, Saved by the Bell. He was Screech. Screech in that show. Wow. So young. He was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer in January. And he passed away today, four hours ago, according to this. Wow. I'm sorry, that's that's hitting me right now, and I was not aware. Thank you for making me look up the Elon Musk tweet, which uh, <laughs> brought me to this. And, uh, okay, sorry. That was not planned <laughs> at all. <laughs> it really was not. Your next story is coming over to JC right here. We're going to head over to the TysonsReporter.com. This was put together by Angela Woolsey. Stop by TysonReporter.com for the full story. But the town of Vienna has hired a longtime hotel industry worker as its new human resource director. Michelle Crabtree is taking over as Vienna's HR director from Maggie Kane. <laughs> Maggie Kane served with the role for more than six years before retiring on Monday. Crabtree is coming to Vienna off of a 15-year tenure working in HR for Hyatt Regency in Crystal City, where she also provided support to hotels in Virginia, D.C., Maryland, and all points in between. Big round of applause going out to Michelle Crabtree. Dude, I love how you grab these random pieces of news about people getting promoted into HR. Yeah. And we're like, yay, all right. We have no idea who they are. I'm going to tell you something, though. How excited would you be to find out JC announced the fact that I got promoted on HR Talk? I mean, that's a You're big right. deal. And they'll be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Who the hell is JC? Yeah, well, I, don't know I, what I didn't comb my about. hair today, so I don't uh, okay. look like myself, you know, but it's fine. <laughs> I it. did get a haircut and a shave for my Instagram followers, so I did get that taken care of. Oh, I have, a, I have another picture out there for you oh, that's pretty so soon. That's, that's nice. All right, our that's next sweet. story is going to be going over to Ricky. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to bring up that story? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, keep the music going. Keep the music going. What are you doing? Stop. No, 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 no. All right, you're out of time. You're out of time. I don't, I don't, I, I was not, unemployment fraud audit creates fresh questions for Newsom. Oh, what do you got, brother? Oh, my God. I don't know. That's just the, uh, that's just the. Who's it? Well, <laughs> the, who's uh, it from and who's the writer, please? 
Well, this is from the Seattle Times. And before, let me guess, I accept cookies. I know I got it. This is from the Seattle Times. Um, this story is by Kathleen Ronene or Ronene or Renee, whatever. Um, and what she's talking about is in the face of new scathing audits about California failure to prevent billions in unemployment insurance fraud, Governor Gavin Newsom's administration is putting blame on the federal government and this and declining to share details about how often he was briefed on the problem. So it sounds like, ooh, they knew about it and they didn't do anything about that fraud. Ooh, it's not looking good for the folks in California. So state auditors Elaine Howell found Thursday the state agencies that oversees unemployment benefits paid out at least, at least, JC, $10.4 billion in fraudulent claims due to significant missteps and in action. At one point, just two people were assigned to look into reports of 1,000 fraudulent claims per day. What's uh, what's, found... what's the website wow. that you're on? What is this? Uh, this what's your source? Seattle, SeattleTimes.com. Who wrote this? SeattleTimes.com. This is Kathleen, hold on, Ronani. And what date? What's the date on this piece? The date on this piece is January 28th, 2021 at 10 1 p.m. Specifically. <laughs> All right, I'm jumping in. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> January 28th, 2021. United States Attorney's Office, Eastern District of Michigan, justice.gov for immediate release. Three defendants charged in two unemployment fraud cases combined losses exceed a half million dollars. Now, they could claim whatever they want in the article that you were reading. You can't say they're not making moves and doing what they can, though. Sometimes okay. you got to bring the evidence to the table, right? Got so it, in this yes. particular instance, three defendants have been charged via criminal complaints for their roles in two separate unemployment insurance benefit fraud schemes announced by U.S. Attorney Matt Schneider. Joining in the announcement were special agent in charge Tim Waters, FBI and Irene Lindau, special agent in charge, Chicago region, U.S. Department of Labor, Office of the Inspector General. One complaint charges that a uh, person by the name of Johnson, 44 years old, of Shelby Township, and Larry, 45, of Hoppa Woods. Hoppa. Hoppa Woods. Hoppa Woods. Of Harper Woods. Of Hoppa Woods. <laughs> with mail fraud, female fraud, wire fraud, and conspiracy... <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> I slipped it in there. I wanted to see if you would catch that. Got That's it. not in the Got story. Uh, okay. And conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud. Johnson and Larry were arrested today. Now, it caused a loss to the state of Michigan of over $150,000. It alleged that Johnson and Larry filed dozens of complaints in other states, including California, Arizona, and Nevada, causing an additional loss in excess of $300,000. The complaint alleges that Johnson filed a number of claims in her own name, while Larry filed multiple claims in the names of people who had names similar to his own, such as Larry Witherspoon. Both Johnson and Larry are alleged to have filed their claims using other people's social security numbers. They then deposited the money into a variety of banks, some connected to prepaid debit cards. Mm. An important mission of the Office of the Inspector General is to investigate allegations of fraud, 
related to unemployment insurance benefits programs. We will continue to work with law enforcement partners to protect the integrity of unemployment insurance benefit programs, said Irene Lindau, special agent in charge, Chicago region, U.S. Department of Labor, Office of Inspector General. Meanwhile, in California, 1,000 fraudulent claims per day are being audited by two people. Two people. I don't it's, know, it's California. COVID. It's COVID. They can't have more than two people in the office at a time. It's a very, <laughs> very small place there, you know? I mean, it, it, it's almost, I got to hope they're working from home, right? But even if they are, California, give a brother a call. So the whole you state, have a staffing two people? That, that's what that, it's saying. That's why. That hold on. Who's I the quote, author? All right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Kathleen Ronani. Good lord, man. According to <laughs> no, Kathleen and her research. According to Kathleen, she said that state auditor Elaine Howe found Thursday the state agency oversee that oversees these benefits that paid out over ten billion dollars. It's 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 norm it's the reason it's fraudulent is due to significant misstep because they only had two people assigned to look at these reports. A thousand cases a day. So let's say, let's say, five hundred cases each. Yeah. How many hours in a day? Come on, dude. Of course. Look, here's the funny part. The the audit also found that the agency paid at least eight hundred and ten million dollars to prison inmates. Oh. Who file these? Wow. Well, hey, you know, they're Governor not working. Newsom, they're not working. You need help, brother. They're not you working. You need help, brother. <laughs> They're not working. Yeah, they are. They're working at the yard. They're making na- um, uh, license plates for four cents an hour. Yeah, they're working. They're employed gainfully. You know what? We didn't test out before we started recording today. Um, what? Are you able to play video and send that feed of the audio through the system here to me at the same time? Can you pull I up think, a video and play it? Because I there's think I'm able three to. videos in the current event links that we should probably get to. Got you. Hold on. With that being said, hang on a second right here. Which one? Well, you start with the first one. You work your way down. So this first video coming to us from the Tiki Taki AAMG Coins on TikTok is going to be talking about real estate, depression, economics, money, and the Fed. Let's see if this is a real deal right here. What do you got, Baez? It's coming. You could narrate what you're doing. Don't know if you can see that way off in the background there, but that's Macy's. They're closing. And J.C. Penney's, as I discussed, is closed. Sears is gone. Dillard's is gone. The question that remains, of course, is what the hell is going to happen with all this real estate? There are malls all over the United States. I just walked through this one. Uh, I remember when my daughter and I were amazed that there were 20 open stores. There were 20 empty stores in this mall. This was only a few years ago, and we were like, man, it's, it's, that's bad. I just walked through the exact same mall, and there are 89 empty stores. Now, I don't know how many stores there are here, but it can't be more than about 110. So there's probably 20 stores, and there are 90 empty spaces. This is going to happen all around the country. What's that lead to? What's his uh what's right. his handle on TikTok there? AAMG coins. That's it. 
You know, he brings up a real good point there when you think about all these empty storefronts and stuff like that. And and by the way, I know you're doing the video at the same time today. I only see your desktop. I didn't get to see the uh, the video presentation of the guy there. But uh, we do have two more coming up momentarily. Uh, Audio came across great, though. Very good. He brings up a fantastic point, though, when we're talking about, like, all these stores leaving and, and everything happening like that. It's kind of a big deal, Rick. You remember Spain, 1998? I do. Kind of. Barcelona. Mm. I know, me too, right? Ish. You remember <laughs> we told we told that that because we, we heard out in town, hey, there's a new mall called the Mighty Magnum Mall, and we told the cab driver to take, take, uh, take us there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was empty. It was a mall. Right. No, it wasn't empty. Yeah, it totally was a empty. mall that instead of having stores, they had bars and restaurants in each in each place where they had stores yeah. maybe they should do that maybe that's what should happen oh my but gosh you know what? He... could you imagine could you <laughs> imagine you that'd be great. no longer is it the mall of america it's the bar of america <laughs> let's go to the let's go to the weed wing <laughs> i mean i'm telling is it, you once it's legalized you... right you know yeah go ahead go ahead have a weed wing right and then on the other side a bunch of crappy food because you know they're going to make money off that <laughs> <laughs> People are going to come over. Let me get donuts, deep fried, and pork fat. Boom, done. Yeah, but with right. COVID, you'd have two people in there. You'd be it's like, none. you'd be like you were working <laughs> on unemployment claims in California. You know what I mean? Crazy. Uh, no, I, you know what, though? I do know, I, I do know some, um, uh, some malls that have anchor stores that have left and they left a big open space and, the government has re- actually rented those spaces out for COVID vaccines. Oh, for wow. COVID vaccines at administration. So Amazing. that's a short-term fix. I don't know what the long-term fix is going to be. He's got a point. Coming up, we have another clip here from TikTok from Jackson. When you're ready, Ricky, take it away. If you don't want to hear the truth, keep scrolling. I don't think you want to hear the truth. Nine times out of ten, men only want that one thing because you've only got that one thing to offer. And the reason that they leave after you get that one thing is because you're not any good at it. They find out the Corvette has a four-cylinder inline. See, you're pretty, so men always chase you to try to get down into your pants. But then when they got down into your pants, they found out you're just fucking boring. So once they got there, they left, which is why you think they only want the one thing, and then they just leave after they get it. Because you suck at that one thing because there was never any pressure on you to get better at that one thing. And if you string them along and give them the one thing, they still leave because it turns out there was never any pressure on you to develop a personality. Here you are giving advice to people to play stupid games with holding sex as some kind of reward because it's the only thing that you have to offer. You don't offer anything in terms of intellectual stimulation or companionship that would make someone stay stay around. Instead of learning that, you learn to play stupid games, which makes the worst people stay around and then get bored with your lame If you don't want to hear the truth, keep scrolling. I don't think you want Wow, Rick. (laughs) Take it away. (laughs) Take it away? What the hell? (laughs) Unbelievable. This you know, you get a lot of things on the internet. You talk about work advice, life advice, things like this guy is raw. Um, I, I don't know if I should take advice from a guy whose TikTok handle is Snortcough. Um, that's his handle, Snortcough. And, um, wow. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I don't have a dog in that There's fight. There's something to that. There, but wait a minute. I don't have wait, a dog wait, wait, wait. in that fight, but he's, he's bringing up something that could be logical, I, I suppose. But no, I, no. I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think. What, what are you about to say? 
I guess what I'm about to say is um, the reason relationships don't work is because there's misunderstandings and mis and 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 out of whack expectations from each other. So if you expect, I guess from what he's saying, more than one more of that one thing than what the other person is willing to give, then yes, yeah, somebody's going to leave. Communicate expectations in any relationship, and you're going to be okay. Okay. Boom. Done. You you grab the bait, and that's exactly what I was hoping that you were going to do. So the management of expectations, take that and flip it exactly to the workforce. How is that any different? It's not. It, 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 it's, it's not different. Right. It really is not different, right? If you communicate to your employees the expectations, and those expectations are reasonable, and the employee is okay with them, and you as an employee perform to those expectations, everybody's going to be happy unless the employee expects to be paid appropriately to what they're expected to do, then the employee has an unreasonable or doesn't have the right expectations and boom, then that person leaves or they get fired either way. Same shit, right? Communicate your expectations, make sure you understand them and continue on with that relationship. Your last current event story is going to be another video from TikTok for you right here. This is all about a wrongful termination followed by a wrongful termination followed by a defamation suit. Let's uh, let's hear from Stephanie, that tattoo girl. I'm on my way to do it. I'm going to do it. I did it. Okay, story time. I used to work for a very large company and they fired me. Well, I want a wrongful dismissal, so I went back and they fired me again. And I won that wrongful dismissal, too. This time I'm not going back. But they still have a statement posted on their website justifying and explaining my wrongful dismissal. So I sued them for defamation of character. This should be interesting. <laughs> Stop. What the hell are you talking about? All right. Get my pretty name out of you. Um, when you get a chance, you got to pause name? it because there's... Uh, I, I got to read it. Yeah, you got to yeah. mute the video and play it back through. And when it hits that article, you got to pause it real quick. She threaded a uh, actual press release in there from the organization, right? So let's get this straight. So she was fired, wrongfully terminated, hired back, wrongfully terminated again, filed a defamation suit, and won that as well. Like it had some... <laughs> At some point, when does HR realize they're maybe not doing the right thing in this situation, Rick? Uh, I, it's, I don't know, but I'm I'm replaying it again, and I'm going to stop it right when she shows it, and then I'm going to go ahead and read it. I'm so getting the, there. the stopping it is going to be stopping on a press release that was put together by the actual organization the yep. that uh, had had hired her, fired her, fired her, hired her, hired her, defamed her. And and this article is part of the defamation suit, allegedly. And I'm confused about that because I don't know any organization in their right mind that wants to stay in business and away from expensive legal issues to go ahead and put that out there. Okay, I have it. Are you ready? All right. What's it say? All right. Termination of Miss Stephanie Kadelnikoff. Okay, fine. Um, out of respect for our employees, CP, I guess that's the organization, does not normally comment on individual personnel decisions in the case of former employee stephanie i'm not even going to try her last name again however she has raised concerns regarding her termination on november 21st 2017 in the media and we want to clarify matters railway safety is a top priority at cp 
Stephanie ter Stephanie's termination related to her decision to post photos of herself in unsafe situations on railway property and equipment committing railway safety violations, along with disparaging remarks regarding the company. Her termination was not about her posting of personal photos or information per se that were not related in some way of the railway safety and CP. All unionized train and engine employees are subject to the same rules, regulations, and company policies and their standard, standardized grievances process in place to deal with individual personnel decisions. Stephanie has brought a grievance to her union and will receive a hearing through her, through the process to respect the process we will not be commenting future uh, we will not be commenting further on this matter uh cp is a diverse equal opportunity employer with established policies and programs regarding its employment equity affirmative action workplace accountability no uh, uh, accommodations and return to work disability and all right all right so and, and she filed the defamation suit for that press release so here's the thing. Talk to I'm me. not an attorney. Right. But I do know for a fact that if it's true, it's not defamation or slander. It's not. It's only defamation or slander if it's not true. But if it's true, then maybe why would they put out that press release if it was not true? Right? Good point. So maybe they put that out there. To save themselves a lot of money, legal issues. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's what I noticed. I noticed that that is not a United a, a U.S. company. That is a, a Canadian company. But nonetheless, um, I, I it's I agree with what they say. We normally don't do this. <laughs> I don't know of any organization that would communicate that unless it was a key employee within the organization and the smart and, and the and their and their shares in the stock market would be hurt because of the firing, then I would understand why they would put that out there. Right. But if she is taking pictures of herself in an unsafe manner out there, if that is true, I will fire her as well. Just saying. Strong I, words. I don't know how true it is. From a strong yeah. man, Ricky Bias. That's me. Florida Man Stories this week brought to you in part by free promotion here for Fox 35 Orlando and the uh, amazing news staff at Fox 35 Orlando. Stop by fox35orlando.com where you can read <laughs> stories from Fox 35 Orlando. So Chad Lucas, 32 years old of Davy, claimed $15 million. The $15 million top prize from the $15 million gold rush Special edition scratch-off game. Hmm. He chose to receive his winnings in a one-time lump sum payment of $10,440,000. Smart guy. Lucas purchased his winning ticket from a Texaco located at 1501 State Road 84 in Fort Lauderdale. The retailer themselves will receive a $30,000 bonus commission for selling hmm. the winning ticket. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations going out to Chad Lucas. Now, everybody and their mothers are going to reach out to him. How'd you know I won the money? HR talk, don't you know? Exactly. <laughs> uh, do you want a that bad Florida, Florida man? Florida man story? Story? Do you want a bad one? 
Yeah, sure. Really? Yeah. This is actually breaking news, bad. Story! From WFLA.com, Florida man charged with trying to join ISIS, according to the Associated Press, one hour ago out of Gainesville, Florida. Authorities say a former Florida resident has been returned to the United States after traveling to Turkey and attempting to join the Islamic State group. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Gainesville announced Monday that 33-year-old Mohammed Fatih Suleiman, a U.S. citizen, has been charged with attempting to provide material support for a designated foreign terrorist organization. If convicted, he faces up to 20 years in prison. According to the criminal complaint, the Florida man traveled from Orlando to Turkey in June of 2014. He was arrested by Turkish authorities and accused of illegally crossing into Syria and charged with being from Florida. Officials say a search of Suleiman's emails revealed attachments that contained various audio files that consisted of messages uh, calling for bad things to happen. Wait. His charges was crossing into Syria illegally and being from Florida. I may have made Those that part charges. up, but okay, it sounded good. You, bro. It fit, it fit into the <laughs> I'll always tell you when I'm making it up, but it, it threaded in very good there. It did. It yeah. did. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Tell me. I'm willing to bet that any prisoner here in the United States gets way better treatment than being in ISIS. How is it a punishment to bring him back? You know what? Leave him there. Leave him there. Leave him there with ISIS. Let him do his thing. I have Why no comment on the matter. I, I, this is, uh, uh, it's crazy. Me, it's crazy breaking news. I'll leave him there. You know what? Stay there. If you ever get tired of them and you want to quit and you're trying to come back home, guess what? Your passport, everything is completely destroyed. You're no longer a citizen. You give up your citizenship as soon as you decide to to, to do some bull crap like that. Boom. I'm running for president 2024. I'm going to run on that platform. That's what I'm going to do. If you decide to leave and join a terrorist group, your passport is denied. No entry. Sorry. Stay over there. Done. I'm sure I'll win. It's that time in the show where it's time to go around the room <laughs> for final thoughts. Final thoughts. Ricky, over to you. Final thoughts. Look, um, I'm still a little bit bitter about the customer service happening in this country right now. So let me leave you guys with this thought. When it comes to customer service, the customer is not necessarily always right. But dang it, at the end of the day, that is another human being. At the very least, they deserve respect, dignity, and a pretty good human contact relationship. Let's get back to that. My final thought. I am absolutely, completely blown away today by that uh, the full reading of the current event article that you had there in regard to uh, Screech, aka Dustin Diamond, passing away. Uh, that's that's stage four cancer. That that was not long ago that they announced finding that. Yeah. I think uh, I think, and I hope at some point there's more of focus in the healthcare industry on early detection. I think that when people have problems and they go to their doctor and bring it up, sometimes it gets pushed off, right? Suck it up, buttercup, keep pressing on. Well, I got a lump here. This isn't right. You know what? Don't worry about that lump. Everyone gets the lumps. These are just lumpy lumps. There's problems. And the system needs a little bit of an overhaul. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. It needs a little more focus on on treating 
the the person and, and the overall problem rather than just waiting for specific symptoms. You know, some things are further connected in this world than what we realize. And to that, that's that's the end of my final thought, because really we're all connected and, and uh, we are more amazing together than we are apart. You know, with that being said, uh, Mr. Bias, what are some of the best ways people can find you? Everywhere social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, look us up, HR Talk Podcast. Anywhere you get your social media goodness, that's where you can find us. YouTube, we're starting to put videos in YouTube now. And wherever you get your podcast, whatever platform you use, whether it's Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, it doesn't matter. Give us a like, subscribe, let us know what you think. It will really help us out. Digging the music. We have rebranded now like four or five different times. We are near the 300s in the series here. What what episode was this, Rick? This is episode twi. Hold on. I'm looking at episode twi. (laughs) Twi. This is. Episode 276. Episode 276 of HR Talk. Thanks for stopping by. It's been a pleasure to have you here. I'm JC. On behalf of Ricky Bias, drive safe. Have a good night. I got to give me some glow sticks. All right, we're done. That was good.